Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively. Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Sam Carr. Welcome to the podcast today, and so glad you're uh, listening in today and trust you've listened to uh, podcasts in the past, or, or maybe this is your first one to listen to. We want to welcome you, and uh, I'm just trying to share with you some leadership principles and some things as a pastor that might be able to help you in leadership. And uh, I want to speak to a subject today, to be honest with you, that I'm very concerned about, and uh, that is uh, a younger generation and their relationship to older generations. Now, the, the, the part about this that's going to be a problem for some people is they're going to think I'm just kind of, of uh, complaining because I'm of the other generation. But I'm very concerned that our younger generations, especially of ministers and leaders, are not following or listening to the wisdom of the previous generations. And I want you to know right now, you may think you know everything. You may think, of course, you're probably not wouldn't be listening to this if you fall in that category as one of those people. But, but uh, you, you and I always have to have input from the next generation. Now I'm getting to that point where I am that next generation. Uh, you know, I'm 69 years old, so I'm. I'm at a point where I'm at that place, but I learned from my elders, and I learned um, how to um, to do things and to walk upright and to live a righteous life um, through my elders. But I'm concerned that now, today, that younger generations are ignoring their elders or not, let me put it another way, they're not seeking out their elders, and because of that, I think it's going to cause problems for them in the future, because we are we are to we are to operate in a level of honoring uh, other generations that go before us. I honored the generation before me. My my leaders were were uh, men of God, Doctor Lester Sumrall and and uh, Doctor Kenneth e. Hagen and and my pastor uh, Pastor John Osteen. These were men of God who, who, who led a generation into a new move of God. And um, I thank God that I was able to lean on them and to, and to learn from them and not think I knew it all and that I, had to, I could do it all myself. There's an example in the Word of God that really uh, speaks to this. And it's found in 1 Kings chapter 12, and it's about a ruler by the name of Rehoboam who went to Shechem, and uh, all Israel came to Shechem to make him king, it says in the first verse. And so um, Rehoboam is the king, and he is the son of Solomon. And uh, the people come uh, to Solomon, and actually, they, they uh, Jeroboam comes uh, to speak for them. And in verse 4, it says, Your father made our yoke heavy, and now therefore lighten the burden, uh, some uh, burdensome service of your father and his heavy yoke, which he put on us, and we will serve you. So he said to them, Depart from me three days, then come back to me. And the people departed. 
Now, the next verse says this. It says, The king Rehoboam consulted the elders who stood before his father Solomon while he still lived, and he said, How do you advise me to answer these people? And the elders gave him advice regarding what he should do, and, um, and so he, he listened. But then in verse 8, it says he rejected the advice which the elders had given him and consulted with the young men who had grown up with him and stood before him. And he said to them, what advice do you give me? And so they gave him advice contrary to what he had received from the elders. And the Bible says that the king answered the people roughly and rejected the advice which the elders had given him, and he spoke to them according to the advice of the advice of the young men. And so, what we have here is a man who is in leadership, and so he is seeking counsel, but he is seeking counsel from those he grew up with. He's seeking counsel from those who were who were like him rather than elders who had been uh, um, part of the things of God, part of Israel, and had wisdom. He didn't want to seek that. He wanted to hear people that were just like him. And there is a real danger in that. And I'm concerned if you are a young leader today, you should have elders in your life. You should respect elders. You should honor them. You should listen to them. It doesn't mean that you can't have new things or do things a new way, but there are things that that only uh, an elder in the things of God can communicate to you, and and you're not going to get that from younger people or people that you were raised with, and you've got to be very careful that you don't get caught up in that and 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 not get um, bound up because the Bible is very clear, even in the New Testament, <clears throat> that we're to honor our elders, especially those who minister the Word of God, those who are part of the things of God. We've got to understand that that we have to be a part of that. Don't get caught in that trap that Rehoboam got caught in of saying, I'm going to listen to those people who are my friends, who have been around me and are my age, because you're going to miss something very, very powerful in that generation of elders, those that are ahead of you, those who have already been there, because there are things that you're going to face in life that you're not going to get an answer from from young people. You're going to have to have somebody that's been there, done that, so to speak. And I want to encourage you today that you need to honor your elders, those in the faith. Honor those that are in the faith. I have endeavored to do that. Now, all of my all of those that, that were my elders in the faith, they've all gone home to be with the Lord. So now I guess I am uh, part of that next generation of elders. And I'm not sour grapes. I have plenty to do. Uh, but but it, part of what an, an elder in the church does is he imparts wisdom to younger generations. So don't get caught in that trap that Rehoboam got caught in, and you just want to hear from people who are like-minded with you, who are, have the same experience as you do, same age, and, and because that's very, 
very dangerous. There are teachings today that that really try to push elder pastors out of ministry because they they say, well, we need younger people. We need fresh people, you know, uh, to identify with the culture. Well, I want to tell you something. God is multicultural, and His Holy Spirit does not see age and you can't let that trap you and think, well, you know, I've, I've got to set aside the old for the new because that's not the way the Word of God um, uh, reads at all. In fact, Joshua and Caleb, um, Caleb was 80 years old and he was still wanting another mountain. He was still wanting something else to do from God. And so you've got to understand and know that God wants to use people. I, there's a teaching now that taken from the Old Testament, where it talks about the Levites. And and uh, it says from 25 years old till about 50 years old, they were to do the work and service of the tabernacle of meetings. But at the age of 50, they ceased to perform the work and work no more. Now, a lot of people have read that to say, well, that means that you can't preach anymore. You're 50 years old. You're too old. You, you don't need to be doing that. That's not what that means at all. That means they didn't do the work of the slaughterhouse. That means they didn't do the work of setting up and tearing down of the temple uh, activities. They did something very simple. It says they, all they had to do from that point forward was minister. They didn't need to attend to the needs. All they had to do now was minister. Don't get trapped in that, in that thought process that an older generation does not have something to give to you if you're younger because you are. that is mistaken. That is a mistaken thought process. It's not of God. It's not the will of God, and it's not the way God does things. One of my elders in the, in the faith who, who really blessed my life was Dr. Lester Sumrall. And when he was getting a little bit older, he was starting to question the Lord about, well, Lord, where do I fit in, and what am I supposed to do, and how do I, how do I you know, adjust to, to the ministry life, and w- what's my next phase? And the Lord gave him a scripture in Psalm 71, verse 18, which I've adopted. And it says this, Now also, when I am old and gray-headed, O God, do not forsake me until I declare your strength to this generation and your power to everyone who is to come. That's the hallmark of an elder. They are a person who can communicate with you and strengthen you and bring strength to to a younger generation and to reveal things from another generation that can help you be the best you can be and do what God wants you to do in your life. Another scripture that really helped me with this was Psalm 145, verse 4. It says, One generation shall praise your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. It's my responsibility to tell you about the old days, to tell you about things God's done, to tell you about things that I've learned from from challenges by the enemy, to tell you things that I've learned that have helped me to be successful and to see God's work go forth. And so I just want to challenge you today. I want to encourage you, don't get caught in that trap where you're thinking, well, this younger generation has it. We need to use our younger generation. And you think you can do it 
without the older generations. You can't do it. That's not what the Word of God teaches, and that's not what's accurate. Don't be like Rehoboam and think that you're going to get your answers from those that are your uh, your age and your peers and, and deny or don't listen to those who are your elders because that's where your power, that's where your strength, and that's where your future lies because one day – you're going to be that person, and you're going to be wondering whether I've sown the seeds that are going to prov- provide for me um, where I can help a younger generation. I believe God wants to do that in your life. So don't get trapped and let God work in your life. Praise God. I'm glad you were with us today. We look forward to our next time on the podcast. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. The Leadership Podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.